Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, your, your, your ironic punishment this time is getting exploded. Yeah, I didn't mention, but a lot of the punishments are lighting people on fire. <laughs> it's it's, it's okay. always ironic. That's the thing about fire. Welcome to the Lore Boys podcast. Are we doing Yu-Gi-Oh? Now it's my turn. I play Pot of Greed, which allows me to draw two additional boys. My name's James, and who's the two additional boys? It's me, the American guy, Joey, Joey Marscapone, or whatever. You gotta stop him, Yu-Gi. No, I'm Ethan Palmer. Hi, everybody. And I'm playing Peter O'Donoghue face down on the field, which is the only rule I know from Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Tra- traps. You activated my trap card. You know that. I, yeah. I frankly didn't know if that was magic or Yu-Gi-Oh. They're they're interchangeable <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> yeah. uh, there was, oh, the Shadow knowledge... Realm. Yeah, that's Shadow that's uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay. To my knowledge, there's never been a Magic the Gathering anime, but there there may have been. But it's to my knowledge. There's some okay. links to from Magic the Gathering to uh, Yu-Gi-Oh which we'll talk a little bit about today. Okay. Um, sure there is. The backs of the cards look similar, I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're covering Yu-Gi-Oh! lore, if you haven't guessed already. Um, there's a lot of people who asked for this. First person who asked was Saucy Chimera. Then we had Sarah. Oh, okay. We had Dark Side Bunny. Uh, Forshees mentioned it, and even Ethan mentioned it. Why not do Yu-Gi-Oh! lore already? SMH or something like that, he said. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like that we're doing a saucy request because I know we avoid the anime a lot and uh I don't know if it's I don't know if it's genuine. You're not you're not being consciously ignored and I'm sorry, so I'm glad that we're yeah. I'm glad that we're knocking one out just yeah. to it's, it's, it's the exact same reason, Darnell, that we're, we're we haven't done Green Lantern and it's not because you're being actively ignored, it's because like hey, anime like Peter's a comic book writer and for some reason he has this like fierce aversion to comic books i guess i don't know i've never read one it's uh, not of, like an aversion <laughs> of every of every form but yeah we're just we're not big into superheroes and i guess like i'm into a lot of anime stories not anime storytelling per se yeah yeah we're gonna be talking about the anime today but we're also gonna be talking a lot about the manga that came before it um so i researched like a few different sources but the jaywits on youtube had the biggest influence on this episode uh, he recently, like, after there was that new YouTube, uh, not YouTube, Yu Gi Oh game that came out. Um, it was like Dual Links or something like that, which just like sparked a lot more people like coming into the game. Um, and he went and like back and read all of the English adaptations of the anime, of the manga, and then watched all the animes and everything. So he had such a full knowledge of it um, that he really uh, helped me kind of know where to look for all this stuff so the jaywits on youtube was uh big i used point. to watch his pokemon content back when i uh i mean i, I mean back when i played pokemon like i haven't nice. played in like 
eight or nine years just because I, I didn't like Sun and Moon. But like I like Jay Witz's channel enough. I know he's in him and another Pokemon YouTuber named Shofu, who is also great. And then a bunch of other guys from the Pokemon community have like a ridiculous rap song that they okay. that they that they made just about Pokemon, which uh, we have a music channel on our Discord linked below, uh, which I will post there for your listening pleasure. Nice. Yeah, and something I wanted to bring up is not really going to come up in the lore, but Ethan did like his uh, impression of Joey with Joey talks like this. Um, I, ouch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't get how what's a good jersey your New impression? York accent like, yeah did you, did you pull a muscle what? in your ribs <laughs> no he just saw our, our looks of uh yeah. disappointment at his bad oh, yeah. Jersey yeah. accent Yugi you gotta get the Celtic Guardian you know like that kind of yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 pretty pretty New Englandy, I guess. I was oh, watching Northeast, Northeast U.S. I guess. I was watching the anime, uh, the English anime from 2000. Uh, I watched like the first 10 episodes yesterday because uh, I was not doing much after Comic Con, so I was just hanging out around my house <laughs> watching Yu-Gi-Oh. And uh, he has to like re- he wants to rescue his sister, like that's part of the thing because she's like going blind and he wants to win the duelers tournament so he can win the three mil to pay for her eye surgery because if they catch it soon enough she can keep her sight um but they do like a flashback of like when he was like a young kid and hanging out on the beach with her and all i could think is like this is probably the jersey shore there's like like, joey and his sister having a heartfelt moment like people fist bumping in the background that's so funny in the background scuttling around looking for discarded needles or whatever whatever he does right (laughs) i love the fact that he wants to win the Yu-Gi-Oh championship to get money to pay for surgery Opposed to what I assumed would be like some card that granted wishes, and you just like wish her vision back. Yeah, no, it's, like, it's just a pragmatic prize at the yeah. end of like a magic game that has Egyptian ghosts. because well, yeah, it's like, and uh, yeah, I guess this is the how much do you know about Yu Gi Oh question, but it's like, isn't Yugi playing for the soul of his grandfather? And then like his yes. best friend is just like, yeah, hope I win some cash though. Yeah. So everyone on the <laughs> hope, duelist... hope I win, not you. So I get some money out of it. Yeah. Like... Everyone on the duelist island is playing to gain entry to Pegasus's castle. This is the 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 anime, by the way. It's not really the topic for today, but it's good context. And you get a glove with two stars at the beginning. And you wager your stars in every duel. And the first one to get 10 gets to enter Pegasus's castle and then uh, either get a prize or play against Pegasus for the prize. Or... And Yugi only wants to get in the castle because that's where his bo- his grandpa probably is. And the path of least resistance is just to win the tournament to get into it because there's so many guards. But everybody God. else is just after the money. And if Yugi wins, he's going to give the money to Joey anyways just so his sister's fine. So they're... Gotcha, gotcha. They're- they're in it together kind of thing. And it's if like, Joey wins, Joey's going to let Yugi get into the cast. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And like, at, Joey wasn't even invited. Yugi was only invited. And then he like, you, everyone starts with two stars, but he gave one of his stars to Joey so he could come Ooh, along Joey, too. Yeah. So it's like, they were both at a disadvantage, but the power of friendship would bring them along. And friendship's like cool, yeah. the biggest, um, like Kaiba's all about like, it's about the power of the cards, Yugi. And he's like, and Yugi's heart, like, yeah. No, the it's the cards, not the heart of the cards. Exactly, the heart of the cards and friendship <laughs> and all that stuff. So. Friendship's like the most powerful thing in most shonen animes, from yeah. what I understand. Like the clips I've seen, or I guess I've never really watched a full, unless Mob Psycho 100 qualifies. I don't really know. I mean, I yeah, they, like 
a lot of a lot of these things are written by uh, and enjoyed by people like Saucy, who've you know never felt the touch of you know, <laughs> of love. So like, yeah, friendship would be pretty important. <laughs> Saucy, you're my friend. Yeah, I think I'm Saucy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if we're gonna do an anime episode, we gotta roast him a bit, right? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I roasted him too hard this week, and he was feeling sad, so I'm trying to lay off him a bit. Yeah, I love, I love how you, you like, uh, you like trick people in the Discord today with a bunch of Sailor Moon gifts because <laughs> I even started to believe that's what we were doing today. No, they I'm started on the down. Sailor Moon. I just kind of hopped in on it and was having fun with it. So I'm, I'm still down for Sailor Moon lore. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Um, on a little bit more somber note, like just before we get going, uh, Kazuki Takahashi is the creator of the manga and the show, and you might have heard he passed away last week at the age of 60. Um, That's true, yeah. Yeah. He was found 300 meters off the shoreline in Japan. He was wearing snorkeling gear. They, it took like three days before they found him. They're not sure what happened yet. Local authorities still looking into it, but probably a snorkeling accident with all the evidence we have. Um, yeah. But uh, this week, we're going to cover some of his earliest writing about Yu-Gi-Oh! And talk about some of his influence for the manga and the show. So this one's for you, Mr. Takahashi. Yeah. Uh, can we can we also say that this one is for... I mean, it's definitely for Mr. Takahashi. It's also for James, the new patron. Yep. Um, so yeah, shout out James. What up, James? Welcome to uh, to, to the patron. You got to get in Discord and uh, we'll give you I'm all your terms. Yep. Yeah, may may be in Discord, but may, maybe his Discord name is not just James. <laughs> Fair. Hard to tell. And if, yeah. if so, and we haven't and we haven't said hi to you on Discord yet, I guess just say that that's you. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of you at this point. It's hard to keep track, even the even yeah. the patrons. Yep. So the Japanese oh, how do I start? So starting off, our audience probably remembers the English anime. It was live from the year 2000, 2004 here in the Americas. Um, most popular version of the show. So when I watch, I'm pretty sure it's the one Ethan and or Peter might have watched. Uh, did, did you guys watch the show, have the cards, anything like that? I had cards. Okay. Uh, I had Dark Magician, I think was my best card. Nice. Um, the my brother deck had that one. Yeah, my brother got... The blue eyes white dragon was Kaiba starter uh, deck, yeah. So we probably just got the starter decks. Yeah. Uh, never really understood the rules. Uh, I played once as an adult with my old roommate, um, and yeah, just didn't didn't like we were missing some key aspect of the strategy, I guess, because like this is literally just drawing cards until one of us win, basically. <laughs> uh, I I watched the anime in so far as like I I didn't have a channel that had it, but if I was at uh, my cousin's house really then we'd watch if it was on at the right time like saturday morning cartoons we'd watch it so i've seen a few episodes but cool no, nothing like i haven't like watched the, the arc i guess and only it would have only been season one right yeah i was really into it like i i was race home from school to catch it and if i missed the one after school i would wait till like the 9 p.m airing and like like ask my mom if I could like have the TV for that time or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, I had the cards. I got oh, a sad story from my childhood. I got Exodia, like the, the head piece. Like you have to get the head, the two arms, the two legs. I had the face piece that like has the description on how to combine everything. And if you get all five of these cards, you win the duel. Like yeah. if, if you're able to draw all five, um, in the show, um, 
Yugi has these, like, in the first episode, he beats Kaiba with him, but then as not to be too strong for the incoming duel tournament, like, this asshole bug-type Pokemon lover Weevil throws Exodia off of a cruise ship when they're going to Duelist Island. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah. what, did you, what did you say? Your grandfather's uh, stuck in the Shadow Realm, so you need to get into Pegasus's <laughs> castle in order to win? And you have Exodia? Can I see? You're not wrong. He asked if he could see it. Yugi's like, yeah, sure. Just be careful with them. And then he throws them off the side of the boat. Joey actually jumps off the side and rescues like two out of five of the two or three out of five of the cards. So just a hand in the foot. He's like, I'm sorry. It's all we could find. Yeah. yeah. And then Joey so, felt like he owed so much because he'd given one of his stars to him and everything. And he's like, I failed you. I didn't get all the cards. But hmm. but he's like, it's OK. The power of friendship will make us win the everything. So, yeah. 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 We'll see. Yeah. We'll see, huh? I'm only to no one's surprise. I've never seen the full. Sh- I've never seen a full episode of the show. So. Rip, 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 Grandpa! Yeah, yeah. you're dead now. Rip, <laughs> Grandpa! <laughs> yeah. So they had to kind of cap him because they, he couldn't just have something that automatically wins a duel because that would just be the end of every episode. So they they capped him a bit, and the show itself doesn't follow the rules properly, and it's just a chain of of mechanics that that are never explained. It's like, oh, I attack. But wait, I'm on a grass-type land, so actually, I have higher attack power, so I actually win this. And then the guy's like, well, actually, I already had a trap that you didn't see me put down, which allows me to do this. And it's it's just a chain of... Well, no, actually, I know, but they're kind of just creating new mechanics as they go, and it doesn't match the actual card game, but... uh, I mean, you have to... As a writer, you have to create conflict... Where yeah. it is two children playing a card game. Yeah. So obviously uh, I, you need to sex it up a bit. Yeah. I never know if it like I don't know if this is like just an actual trope in like Japanese manga and anime, or if it is just like like all consistently bad translations that this translates better in like the Japanese language somehow. But that was my exact experience with Death Note, where I you know somebody told me at some point in my life when Death Note had one season out, they were like, you got to watch this. It's going to be good. And, and like, I've always tried to get into manga. I watched all of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which was fan- like actually fantastic. Um, but I tried to watch Death Note and that's, that's all it was. It's basically like, so the premise of Death Note is there's this guy's got a journal that if he writes anybody's name in it, that person dies. So he could just like kill anybody on earth kind of thing. And then there's this like, you know, FBI, CIA investigator trying to hunt him down. But they're just constantly like, oh, well, I sprung this trap for you. And then it's like, oh, well, I knew you were going to spring that trap. So I instead did this. Well, I knew that you were going to know that I sprung that trap. And like the first five episodes were just that back and forth. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> and, and put it down, which maybe maybe I'm triggering a lot of the anime fans who are coming to the show for the first time, I guess. Because we're doing Yu-Gi-Oh! But... Yeah, I, I got to say in Yu-Gi-Oh! They, even though it is nonsensical in terms of the card game, they do some cool like role playing stuff. Yeah. Um yeah, Takahashi is like a huge D and D fan, uh, so he kind of just like lets it go. Like as long as it sort of makes sense, I guess it, it could happen in the show. Like for example, there was like, um, there is um, an ocean type fighting like a wolf type, and they put a full moon up, and the wolf got buffed by the full moon, but also it rose the tide. The tides, yeah. Oh. So then he, oh. yeah. So then he summons a stone golem. And then they're like, oh, you're stupid. Like, the stone golem's going to die to the water type so easily. But then the stone type didn't attack the the ocean fish thingy. It attacked the moon itself, which caused the tide to go back out all the way so far that the ocean creature was, like, flopping around on the ground. And, ah, yeah. So, 
It's weird things that you can't really do in the card game, but in terms of the show, <laughs> it's like it's fun and it, it why not? You know? Yeah. 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 I, some 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 kid somewhere has tried. Has tried to do that in the real life card game and been like, no, it was on the show. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. tried and it didn't work. Some real life some real kid made a, an entire fish deck. And was checking his lunar calendar for when a, a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament <laughs> coincided, and showed up fucking ready to ready to steamroll these guys. You know, yeah. I played in a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament as a young kid, like over uh, what's the those bars that are like meant for old men, the, like the Legion or something. Legion, oh, yeah. Canadian yeah. Legion Hall. Yeah, yeah. 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 There was a, a Legion, and they had a hall above the Legion, and uh, all of the folks went there with their backpacks and their cards. And I, I had like my deck that I played against my little brother and would win, but then I just got axed absolutely killed by these people who know how to play this game yeah 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 so i didn't last long but it was fun um so yeah so the just english like yeah I, I was right there and i was like ah, let's just move by. <laughs> i was sipping a beer i was sipping a beer. i could get it out in time yeah peter's asleep with the switch god couldn't, damn it i couldn't get it out in time just like that just like that yeah. uh so yeah, here in the Americas, we know the English anime, but the English anime was a toned-down version of the Japanese anime that came before called Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters, not just Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay. Okay. Um, As so, are many... It's a four-kids translation, although they're pretty notorious yeah. for taking out all the lesbians and cool shit from yeah. anime before they put it on YTV, right? I was just yeah. about to say, they took away the cleavage from the Harpy ladies, and I may need to start a Reddit thread about it, but... <laughs> 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 no, but like literally everyone who has cleavage, they just like took a little eraser and just brought the cleavage from like being it's halfway up the triangular, to the triangular piece of material that you can like, like just tuck behind the collar. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, but the Japanese anime is also a more censored version of the first Japanese anime that came before it. Oh. Uh, so the Japanese anime and our anime are like pretty much the same storylines, except we get a censored version. But then there was like an even crazier one just before where we start, and it, it, it's like called Season Zero by the fans. I'd so, like to see that because if we saw the corners rounded off the rounded Japanese corners, then the yeah. first one must be fucking crazy. Oh yeah, I, I watched a <laughs> clip from it today, and it, it really lines up with uh, the manga that we're going to talk about. Okay. Um, but it, there's like guns. Um, there's like lighting people on fire. <laughs> there's um... there's guns. Like I play Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah, well I pull out my fucking Glock. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> put your fucking card back in your deck. Okay, I'm not dealing with that shit. It's stupid. <laughs> it's the strongest card in the game. Okay, put it back in your deck. It's not fair. <laughs> Hey man, hey yeah. man, sorry, 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 sorry. Untapped, yeah. bottom of the deck, dude, sorry. Yeah, there's a lot more pervy, too, like, people just, like, saying straight-up weird stuff. Uh, the, what I watched from Season Zero was, like, um, a game, like, the old Yugi kind of just got into different games, it wasn't always card games, and it's, like, the game that he challenged someone to, which, where you wagered your life on, was, like, you pick a finger, and then you only get to use that one finger to kill the other person. And I was like, okay, like, how's this going to work? So the one guy has a gun. So he's like, I pick my trigger finger and I'm going to kill you when the game starts. And Yugi's like, okay, I picked my thumb. And then we're like, all right, well, what's going on here? Uh, and by the way, this guy has like his girl all tied up. Like, uh, I forget her name. Yugi's in the show. Girl. Yeah, Yugi's girl. What's her name in the show? It's like May or something like that. I have it. Uh, yeah, May. I had it. I had it up a second ago. Yeah. 
So May, May's all tied up. He picks the thumb. So then he also gives the guy, like, some Russian vodka at the beginning. So the guy has a gun, and he's also pouring himself, like, the biggest shot ever of Russian vodka. So Yuki picks his thumb, chooses the lighter, and the guy has a cigarette in his mouth. And he's like, the guy's like, okay, light my cigarette, and then I'm going to kill you. Uh, this is all in Japanese, so I'm just seeing the dub. But uh, So the guy, like, Yuki goes up, lights his cigarette, but then places the lighter on the hand that's pouring the vodka. So now he has the gun, but the vodka is like overflowing everywhere and he can't. And so he's like, yeah, that's 90 proof. If your hand slips, you're going to light your whole body on fire. So he can't shoot the gun because the shockwave will night knock the lighter off or something. And sure. yeah. So in the end, um, like Yugi just gets up and walks away and the guy's stuck there with the gun in one hand and then the, the vodka and the lighter on the other. And then he puts the gun down to move the lighter. And then Yugi's like, you cheated. And then he gets like the millennium eye glowing on his forehead. And he basically breaks the guy's brain to feel like he's on fire for all of eternity. And the guy's just writhing on the ground. Um, cool. Cool. He, Yugi seems like a chill guy, honestly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's crazy. At no point did you mention cards at all. So I don't know <laughs> what the mangas could possibly be about. Or the OG well, series. That's I, I mean, I will, I will say, I did look up Yu-Gi-Oh! Season Zero while, while you were talking. And you mentioned the Millennium Eye, which is, I guess we're like jumping ahead a bit, but he does get have like he's possessed by like an ancient pharaoh or something we'll get to that, that like yeah. when he when he plays cards but he like looks different when he when he gets like he gets like he wears he suddenly has mascara or like it's, thicker mascara that's right? more for us that's more for us is like the like yeah the viewer we know that he's changed but the people yeah. around him just see him as yuki yeah, yeah. yeah. but um i will say oh. i looked up season zero and like he in some of these shots, he looks straight up like a like a heron, like a crack addict. Like he's just, <laughs> he's like so haggard. He's got like huge lines all around his eyes and everything. Like, yeah, just... we're we're gonna get to like why he's a different version of like like his his Yami or whatever his dark Yugi is different in uh, before season zero follows the interesting manga that we're gonna talk about and not the anime that we all know and love. So yeah, okay, sure, yeah. So yeah, season zero was pretty crazy. So we had, first we had Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, I'll go backwards from what we know. We had Yu-Gi-Oh! in the year 2000, which is the English anime that's popular here. Also had the Japanese anime, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters. Same storyline, but a little more sexed up, also in 2000. We go back to Yu-Gi-Oh! in 1998, which is season zero. Which guns evil Yu-Gi based off the manga from 1996, which we're going to talk about okay. today. Okay. Yeah, and the manga started off in the horror genre and had a lot of differences from the show that we know and love. Um, sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And this the, is like one of those like kind of like you know in the eighties where you'd have like a RoboCop or like an alien action figure. Like I, I had friends that had like alien toys or like a RoboCop yeah, toy where it's sure. just like, like no six year old should be watching those films. Oh yeah. Yeah. So exactly. it's, it's just like how do we turn how do we turn this like eighties this like brutal eighties action movie into a marketable toy. It's just like yeah. oh yeah, so that I guess this is kind of like the Yu-Gi-Oh, the Japanese version of it is the is what's uh, going on here. Or well, it feels comparable at least. Yeah, was, you know, no. you know you know you know that manga with like the kid who can like use psychic powers to make somebody feel like they're burning for all eternity for the rest of their life. Let's make it a kid's show. Yeah. That'll be good and marketable. Had a rainbow fish. <laughs> uh best part boys. Best part boys the first seven chapters of the manga, which are the crazy burn people alive versions were marketed to children. 
Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Even better. Yeah. This was a children's thing always. It just got dumbed down over time. From 1996 to 2000, they, they, they scaled down. it. Yeah. yeah. All, these, all these liberal helicopter parents taking away the psychic kid who gives people nerve damage. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I play in the attack position, fibromyalgia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) so what does Yu-Gi-Oh mean Uh, it translates directly to king of games oh oh yeah Yeah. all right and friendship is one of the major so is is Yugi's name king of or is it king game 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 king oh yeah is it syntax different I'm I'm trusting the internet to have told me the right thing I won't be able to tell you but I'm sure Ethan will look it up (laughs) (laughs) lore boys canon it's king game actually Uh, (laughs) it means game it means game king yeah okay but friendship is one of the major themes of Yu-Gi-Oh. um so like the two major characters in the japanese are yugi and janucci i think is the way which is just joey Uh, and yugi and joe so you joe is uh means friendship oh yeah which is nice so there's like kind of a double thing on there yeah okay uh yugi you might remember really tiny kid he gets bullied a lot in the show joey starts out as his bully but eventually becomes his friend uh in the actual manga he gets bullied like a lot more like like people beat the shit out of him oh my god (laughs) cool yeah and then he develops like the psychic eye powers to give them nerve damage so yeah yeah uh he lives with his grandpa solomon muto uh, interesting character. I could probably do an episode on him as well because he comes back like in all seasons of the show, and he like was originally like an architect or not an architect. What's that one that goes into ancient areas? Uh, an archaeologist. Archaeologist. Yeah. An architectologist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just digs up old scaffolding. That's yep. his, that's the only thing he does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when they show it, but they do show it in the show where he goes into like ancient Egyptian tombs. Um, and he gets some Let of these Egyptologists specifically. Those are yeah. those, those people. Yeah, those are okay. specific one. I will say probably the arc and architect and archaeologist are probably from the same route, right? Got to be. I'd imagine so. Yeah. yeah, digging digging up old buildings. Oh wait, no, because archaeologist is like artifacts. I think one's got to be Latin, one's got to be Greek, because I think archaeologist is like ancient something, whereas architect probably means structure. Would be my guess. Mm. Yeah, uh, archaeologist from the Greek does mean ancient. Oh, there we go. And, okay. And, uh, Lat- architect comes from the Latin word architectus, which comes from the Greek architecton, not archaeo. So yeah, you're right. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, not 100, percent but I'll Archie, take half points for that one. Pretty good. To be to be first, two commands: archi, uh, tecton, mason, builder. So first, first mason, first builder. So yeah, he's like really uh, knowledgeable, wise old man. Uh, he's been through the ringer. He like went into the Egyptian tomes and like he's able to get out with an artifact at least one because he gives Yugi the artifact that he has. But like I know there's a scene where he goes in with two other people and um, like one of them doesn't understand the room that they're in. Apparently in like ancient Egypt to enter a room with your left foot first or to approach someone with your left foot first was like a sign of... Uh, respect whether or not that's true in real life it was true in the game 
uh, or in the the lore, I guess, of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. So he was able to cross the room because he started with his left foot first, but his friend started with the right foot first and got killed in the tomb kind of thing. Um, oh, okay. It's so. right foot activated, like, poison darts to, like, across the room, basically. Yeah, there is magic okay. in this world, so how they knew that, probably oh, magic-based, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, Yuki's parents are non-existent in the English anime, but his mom is around in the Japanese and Singapore versions of the show. His father is not around in either, but the internet has varying opinions. One person said he's a businessman, he's away from home. Another said that there's like someone you meet in the seventh season who's actually his father in disguise, but I didn't have enough time to look into all that bullshit. Um, there's, a, there's, a guy, there's a guy with just like an armful of milk and smokes that Yugi beats eventually, and it's yeah. like, uh, 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 yeah, uh, I'm the janitor here. I just... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, like for all purposes, he's just an absent father because uh, he doesn't really influence the the story at all. So, and the mom is there and like just like yells at Yugi for playing cards too much and stuff in, in the yeah. Japanese version. You're never gonna get anywhere playing those cards, Yugi. Come on, there's never gonna be some eccentric billionaire that hosts a tournament with a million dollar prize. For that? <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Go become a doctor. <laughs> So Yugi, he's like really good at games and puzzles. He's a small kid, um, but he's really powerful when it comes to like these games, right? So, mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is because you say powerful, so he must have friends, right? Yeah, that too. But Takahashi, yeah, Takahashi really liked the idea of like someone who's who's weak but can become a hero through games, and then also kind of how kids who watch this can feel really powerful through uh, through buying his cards i guess too but oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so did takahashi make the card game as well uh he's like, he's behind like he makes a lot of games he makes a lot of games i don't know if he made the card game but when you would buy the old man mangas you would flip to the back and there would be a homemade uh, board game and it will give you all the instructions to make your own thing, the rules for the board game. He creates games all the time. So I'm not sure if he made the the card game, like the one that we play, but he made the card game within the series that we watch and read. Yeah, gotcha. I think the card game is made by Bandai, who are like the Dark Souls publisher as well. Yeah, I'm sure there's some suit that had to step in in the middle there, but he's definitely the, the heart and soul behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I was just wondering if he was like the the... Uh, Richard Garfield, who like actually made like the game mechanics for Bandai or whatever, but right. not seeing anything online. Just, just yeah. curious if anything. Yeah, Grandpa. So Grandpa gives Yugi one of the hardest puzzles he has, since Yugi's such like a, a protege. Like he's really good at puzzles. Yeah, he's here's like, it's this. Uh, yeah, okay, you solved uh, another jigsaw puzzle, huh? Here's this. Uh, I don't know, artifact from an ancient Egyptian tomb. Try to figure that one out. Keep mm. <laughs> busy. That's exactly what I wrote, too. I was like, <laughs> he gave him one of the hardest, hardest puzzles he had, the Millennium Puzzle, a priceless <laughs> artifact from an ancient from ancient Egypt that he gifted to a young boy. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, for, I had forgotten all about this. So you, you mentioned like he got out with at least one artifact, uh, yeah. but it's like the, it's the pyramid that he, he has on his chest, right? That's, that's yeah, it, right? Yeah, Yugi has it on. And a, it's not a pyramid yet, though. Right now, it's just a bunch oh. of pieces. Okay, yeah. A yeah, oh, bunch of pieces, and... After, like it's one of those physical puzzles that you have to slot together and... i mean i like okay the, phys the physical puzzles can be tricky for sure but if you're like a goddamn egyptologist and you don't you don't try the pyramid shape 
Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> there might have been. It'd never be that easy. He's like, all pieces are like completely misaligned. It's like all the fucked up Sphinx, like, parts yeah. or whatever. It's just like, I don't think that's it. Yeah, it's only two pieces. It's like a pyramid with the top lopped off, and they just can't figure out how to put it on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, point to the flat part. He's just like, oh, yeah. I can't get it to stand. <laughs> No, it's it's a bunch of little pieces, and there's probably like a little like salt bay sprinkle of magic to be able to put it together yeah. because there okay. is magic in this world. The, yeah, the the ghost of the pharaoh needs a ready host to put the pyramid together so that yeah. they can possess. Yeah, there's like a girl. I, maybe they explain why this is, but there's this girl like she's introduced as like the hot duelist that Drew, Joey's drool and Yugi are drooling over, and she has actually does have cleavage in the anime. I saw it last night. Okay, cool. Uh, on the cool. English one. Uh, I forget her name now, but she's a duelist. And she can actually... Um, she has psychic powers. She knows the next card she's going to draw at every moment. That um, seems like an advantage. It's a big advantage. But at the same time, Yugi and his friends have this thing called Heart of the Cards, which basically means imagining the card that you need and then pulling it. Um, okay, yeah. My... Which is also kind of like cheating because, like, what's the yeah. difference between manifesting your next move and knowing, knowing your next move? They re have the same result. Well, I think manifesting's better because knowing what you could just know that you have a bad hand coming. Manifesting, you always get a good hand, right? I, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. True, yeah. true, true, true. Yeah. yeah. I give you that. Yeah. Uh, my, mo my mother in law believes in that fervently, not with decks of cards, but like, she she's a fan of uh, the secret. She, she thrifts. And it's it's all about manifesting. If yeah. if she sees something that she wants for full price, she just like stews on it long enough until it shows up at a thrift store, and then she buys it for two dollars or whatever. It's like her. <laughs> I think that to a certain degree that like manifesting is just being ready for opportunities, kind of thing too. Right? Yeah. Like it's it's not a bad thing to believe. But, uh. No, yeah, exactly. And I mean, like like it's gonna be confirmation bias, but it's like confirmation bias mixed with placebo, where like. Like you say, because you're you're ready for that thing to come up, and you're like spending more time looking for it, you're gonna end up finding it. So you're gonna more confirm often. that for yourself, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after a lot of effort, Yugi finally puts the thing together. In the English anime, there's like a cut scene where they go back and they're like, "Joey, you weren't nice to me at first. You threw a piece of of the, the puzzle out the window into a river, and then like <laughs> <laughs> like Yugi had to go swim in a river to go get the piece back. But anyways, he puts it all together, and he's to when uh joey jumps off the boat to try and get the pieces of exodia you're right oh mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's nice that's uh that's setup and payoff that's his character development that's his whole arc obviously <laughs> yeah uh so yugi finally puts this whole thing together it hasn't been together in like millennia and was rewarded by an ancient pharaoh's spirit taking over his body is that Thank a reward you. That's uh, that's how I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just like, wow. Depends. I've now been possessed by the the spirit of a man who died when he was thirteen of syphilis, who married his sister. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the ancient pharaoh, they might like flesh out his lore later, but in the show that I've watched and the stuff that I researched for the manga today, the ancient pharaoh's nameless. We call him Yami or Dark Yugi. Um, he probably has his own story. He tends to show up. Uh, Basically, it's not Wal Yugi or whatever, like the like Walu Walu Yugi. Walu Yugi. I like that. Uh, it's just backwards Y on his hat. Yeah, <laughs> it's a capital. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, 
Actually, uh, we're just about to get into the manga here. Um, so okay. I think it's a probably a good time just to take a little break. Okay. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back from the break. Uh, so we're just hopping into the manga. Chapters one through seven of the manga are considered like OG Yu-Gi-Oh, and this is all pre-card game. Uh, I don't, I don't know, Jamie. This puzzle that you gave me during the break is doesn't make any sense. Okay, there's like five, just like point pieces. You know, <laughs> and then there's like some pieces with a straight edge and the rest of them. I don't know. I guess they're supposed to go in the middle. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Just like a cube and <laughs> five triangles. With yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So chapters one through seven. Um, this is the formula for for every adventure. Yugi okay. and his friends do X thing. Uh, it could be we're going to the beach. We're going to the carnival. We're going to the whatever. Sure. Um, someone evil cheats or does something wrong at this thing. So maybe they're at the carnival and they're thro- throwing darts at balloons and some guy's just popping it, uh, with his gun or something, right? Yeah. yeah sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Somebody... Hey, that guy's cheating. He's going to get the giant teddy full of styrofoam nubs instead yeah. of me. Yeah. Like... Somebody, somebody opened the fire extinguisher at the punk rock show thinking it'd be a lot of fun, not realizing that it sucks the oxygen out of the air and nobody can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, it's a, a specific example of something that's happened to me before. I was going to say, it feels like a memory and not so it, much it was, it was It was Comeback Kid, and they were on They were on in their first song, and the lead singer was just like, that's it, show's canceled. I was like, cool. Oh, cool. It's, it's their, like, a, you know, a reunion reunion tour. They haven't toured in years. We're all here to see them. And, uh, yeah, one guy having a, having a good time. Real punk rock. So, yeah, if, clearly. If, if Yugi was there, he would turn into Dark Yugi at that moment when the fire extinguisher went off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And... Dark Yugi is like a gambler. Like you saw, he kind of has the crazy eyes in the old ones. Uh, he's not like a like a fa- he is a pharaoh, but he's also a, like he's got like a gambler's spirit. But he's got an addiction. It's yeah. it happens to everybody, even royalty. But he, yeah, he yeah, that's it. He doesn't lose it's, much though. He doesn't lose much. It was featured on My Strange Addiction. It turned out it was just he was just anemic. <laughs> <laughs> he's a gambler and a game master in the manga. So. He'll challenge the evil person to a shadow game of his own design, and then he'll bet uh, him and like basically children's lives against the evil person's life. And, okay, and, yeah, sure. And there'll be if a game. You, you kill however many kids you want, okay? <laughs> yeah. High stakes <laughs> are the only stakes for me, baby. So yeah. like, 
the wrinkle is I'm making the game and thus all the rules, I guess. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like maybe what he would do in your situation, and he's like, we have to get in the mosh pit, and the first person to knock the other person out of the circle of the mosh pit wins, and then mm-hmm. he would probably sentence that guy to have like a little bit of fire extinguisher under his nose and mouth for the rest of his life so sure. all the oxygen yeah. was sucked out of every <laughs> breath. Just, yeah. Yeah. An, eternity, yeah. an eternity of feeling like you're choking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. So that's that's the general structure of like an episode or a chapter is like go to place, do thing, evil person happens, dark yugi steps in, creates a game of his own design, beats the guy and gives him some type of poetic justice. Did okay. this? I, I'm gonna try and pull up the clip. Did this pop? Did this like release in Shonen Jump? Like the main? I don't know if it's the main. It's the one that I know about. But like the big yeah. Japanese. Uh, it did. I'll go over a lot of examples enough that we don't have okay. to look it all up. I think because I, I don't want to get too far off because uh, we're already uh, we're, we're still early in the script. We're still early. Okay. In the script, okay. Yeah. But the games aren't limited to card games in the manga. They're almost always something different at first. Um. There's like I think there are a couple card games at the beginning, but they're not like I think there's like a one battle with Kaiba that ended up getting recard Monty like the folding table. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put one bullet in this revolver and press it against a child's head. And- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah And your and your punishment for losing this game is for the rest of your life. You're gonna go fish, but not catch anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Takahashi is a huge fan of tabletop role-playing games. Uh, I mentioned mm-hmm. it before. You can see it in his writing. Uh, some of the shadow games Dark Yugi creates for his uh, opponents tend to resemble turn-based Dungeons and Dragons style combat. So, like, I, I took a picture and I popped it in the chat. So the first one is um, one of the covers, and it shows Dark Yugi playing his friends as pieces on a chessboard but with rules where they combat so and himself to be fair yep he he's there too yeah Yeah. as a as a piece yep and they're all like little chibi minis basically they all look like they're like four separate classes you've got a monk wizard fighter and uh i don't know what yugi is supposed to be maybe a sorcerer those are different right cleric Uh, could be could be i looked up some of the shadow games from the manga and some of them like really tickled me, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna share them with you guys. Uh, you guys ever played Coin and Sneaker? Nope, can't say I have. With my uncle a couple times, yeah. I'll t- <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. It's when you put ten coins in a shoe with a scorpion, and see who can get more coins out without being stung. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. That's uh. That do you put the scorpion in the shoe too? Like you stuff everything in there? Yeah, yeah. Could oh you could you just imagine you're like an eco terrorist, right? And you're like, and you're like, oh man, climate change is getting out of hand. I have to, I have to do something radical. I have to make a demonstration. You jump the shark. You go full evil. You take a, an amusement park hostage or whatever, right? And this guy comes up to you and is like, "That's it. This is over, buddy. Okay. This is between you and me now. A game of my design. Okay." <laughs> You can kill these children and me, or you turn yourself in if you could beat me at it. And you're like, yep. Okay, okay, sure. I feel like the jig is up. Cops are probably on their way. I've made my message. What's your game, kid? And he's like, I'm going to put a scorpion in a boot. It's with a change. Coins, with 10 coins, okay? Now, look, you can you can inspect the coins beforehand, okay? It's commemorative coins, silver dollars. Uh, and we're going to have to see who can get more of them out of the shoe than the other. I'll go check right? the scorpion. It's not a trick scorpion. It's a real scorpion. <laughs> yeah, <got it. laughs> 
Just handing it to people in the audience, like, could you please inspect the scorpion? Yeah. <laughs> no, you and I, we've never met, sir. Uh, you can, you can, you can confirm the veracity of this scorpion, this angry bug. Yeah, that's an angry bug, sir. It's very angry. <laughs> uh, have you guys played Paper Crash? Uh, are there scorpions? No scorpions. <laughs> I would love it if every one of these games had a scorpion. <laughs> It's not like some carnival game where you just might be stung by a scorpion. Uh, this one uh, features a vial of chloroform, um, which yeah. is placed on. You basically take some papers, put them like card, shuffle them like in a circle on a table. So you just have like a sure, pile sure. of papers and spread some, out thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, so, a de dealer's wash, I believe it's called. Right, and some of them are over overlapping, and some of them are on the top and whatnot. And um, the goal is you sit around a table. And you have to take out a piece of paper with the risk of pulling the vial of chloroform off the table on your side, breaking the chloroform and knocking yourself out. Oh, it's the magician. Again, it's the magician thing, but it's like the tablecloth where you, but you don't want to knock over the, <laughs> yeah. the, yeah. the gas. It's like, it's like paper thin Jenga with a bottle of chloroform at the top of the tower. Okay. Yeah. It's called paper <laughs> crash. Of course we've all played it. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine playing Jenga with a stack of printer paper where you like take out one sheet and just put it back on? Two <laughs> Everybody's like, <laughs> <laughs> loser, of course, gets stung by a scorpion. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> uh, you guys played griddle ice hockey? Griddle? griddle? Like, I think a griddle is like a fried cake, isn't it? Uh, I think a griddle is like a like a, a grill, like a rudimentary grill, right? Yeah. It's the flat kind that you it's see, like, you know, the yeah. burger flipping kind? The, the flat Oh, flat the flat George flat. Foreman yeah. grill. Yeah. Well, no, I think yeah. it, that's got ridges. This it's one's no like... It's just like it's a flat pan that gets hot, basically. Okay. You make you make like French toast. On. Oh, what, okay. you, what you would see in like the back of a McDonald's or something. Yeah. D diners. Like the flat piece of metal that gets hot in a diner, that's a griddle. You crack an egg on it and... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So that's... So griddle ice hockey, of course, it's when you have a test tube full of explosive chemicals inside of a block of ice as a puck. And it's oh, on the griddle. That's <laughs> it's hot. It's, <laughs> it's basically that whenever the ice melts enough, there will be an explosion that causes seriously in hey, is serious like injury. Papercraft football. Do you have to like put up your put up your fingers too to it's get the, the ice to go there. through? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Yugi. Like he was like, almost losing like by points or something, or like I don't know how he was losing, but then he realized the whole game <laughs> is just make sure it's not on your side when it melts yeah yeah it's, that, it's, it's, it's like quidditch where it's like yeah there's this like huge elaborate game but then it turns out just whoever gets the golden switch the, the golden snitch wins like yep. yeah yeah whoever, whoever gets the like, golden snitch exploded in their face loses like yeah. <laughs> but it's also just like regular hockey like if you're just a point ahead and you're in like you know and if you're just at the end of the game you just kill time on your side of the ice right and yeah. you just run it out but then you just shoot the puck over where they have no goalie and it's got explosives in it, obviously. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So the in that one, like he does make it explode in the guy's face, and the guy probably lives like disfigured for the rest of his life. But that's cool. Yeah. Um, your, your your ironic punishment this time is getting exploded. Yeah, I didn't mention, <laughs> but a lot of the punishments are lighting people on fire. <laughs> it's, okay. it's it's okay. always ironic. That's the thing about fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess we. I guess because I was thinking it would be like to teach you a lesson thing. I guess he's not Jigsaw from Saw or like a genie. The the punishments aren't ironic. It's just making like lighting guys on fire. Yeah. <laughs> just making them suffer, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, eventually, they do play a card game, um, the Yu Gi Oh game we all know today, but it was originally called Wizards and Magic, 
which okay. uh, might be an obvious allusion to Magic Dungeons the Gathering. And Dragons. Or Magic the <laughs> Gathering, yeah. <laughs> Made by Wizards of the Coast, right? Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it was based off a lot of the same rules, but you don't have uh, some more of the intricacies of Magic the Gathering. It's You have life points, you have attack points, defense points, um, magic cards. Scorpion uh, points. You don't want that meter to go down. Yeah. <laughs> Typically... Um, pretty fast games too because anytime you beat a monster the excess that you've beaten the monster by it takes away from the life points so if you have blue eyes white dragon there's also you don't have a like a mana requirement you can play any card at any moment yeah so you can turn one blue eyes white dragon which does 3000 damage and as long as they don't place if they play something with a thousand defense you just win in the first turn um, yeah so but there's ways oh. around that and stuff and they obviously balanced it and has more thing, more tools to deal with that type of stuff than, than, than yeah, it, yeah. It must be more balanced. What is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like I said, when the evil doer loses, uh, dark Yugi just does some type of fucked up shit to them. <laughs> uh, there's one where they had like some card game where like they had to put a knife through their hand and whatever money they hit, like, like through your fingers, you know that knife game you do. Five, yeah, five yeah, finger yeah. fillet, as it's called in Red Dead Redemption Two. Yep, and like whatever money you hit, you get to pull that aside, and that's your money. And then whoever has the most money at the end wins. But some guy cheated and like took all of Yugi's money, so he turned the guy completely insane. And the next day, you see Yugi like waking up, walking down the street. He's like yawning, and the guy's rolling in a pile of leaves, like all dirty, thinking it's a pile of money. Uh, <laughs> people are like gawking at him yeah. i also love the idea like this wouldn't be so sadistic of dark yugi or or whatever we said his name was goro uh if like he didn't to, like force him to do these games first you know what i mean like, yeah clearly you have clearly you have the power to just like stop bad people but insane instead you want to like Turn them insane and like torment them yep. first, and then afterwards also, yeah. right? It's like the devil always plays games with people. Like like a fiddle competition is completely yeah. pointless. Yeah. Like you've got all the magic of being the devil. Yeah, this I, is like I guess it's it's like <laughs> is the devil an antihero? It feels like this is an antihero, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, another little lore tidbit. This is more for the anime than the manga. Like that, we're t- the horror manga that we're talking about now. This is not true. But by the time we get to the anime, this is true. Where the cards come from is um, ancient pharaohs and ancient like royalty used to actually go to the Shadow Realm and with their powers of magic would summon creatures to fight against each other. And then that became embodied into cards later. And these same creatures that are on the cards were around in ancient Egypt and just through millennia kind of like stayed within the zeitgeist, I guess. And uh, when Yugi kind of like puts his Yami hat on and he goes crazy... Um, and he's really good at the game, it's because his, like, ancient, ancient self was actually summoning these monsters from scratch, not just playing cards. So he has, like, an extra, extra good uh, relationship with all these things and knowledge of everything around them, too. So, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, when right. you say ancient, ancient self, you mean the the Yami, the guy possessing him, right? Is yeah. like an, is the ancient self. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yami. Uh, and it's <laughs> funny when he turns into it, he goes, Yu-Gi-Oh! And then it's like, his chest jiggles around like where the, 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 the pyramid is. And then he turns into the guy. I don't know why he has to say his own name and then, Oh, because it doesn't, it's Uh-oh. not even the, the name of the, 
It's I, I gotta assume that Yami finds it orgasmic to take over his body, and so he's saying Yugi, oh. Okay. Oh? Right. That's so probably it's, it. It's and big, Fork, it's yeah. changed it. Yeah. Right. Y- Yugi, in parentheses, the big oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So you guys remember Kaiba? You know him? Yes. Yeah. He's, uh, the, he's got the white coat. He's, yep. he's the rival i guess in the first season he's like the vegeta he's like the yeah. bad guy but he's kind of on your side he's like the bad dude but like yeah also okay. has good he's values the frenemy. yeah right I, yeah. I think i think rival i think rival fits rival honestly he he's like super rich he has his own corporation he's kind of like a hacker man um but he's also like has the blue eyes white dragon there's only four that exist in the world he has three in his deck and that's the max you can have of one monster in a deck in the show i think it's two in real world but i don't know couldn't tell you doesn't matter anyways but he has the three and there's four in the world one of the which belongs to yugi's grandpa and he goes to yugi's grandpa gets the fourth one gets his henchman to steal it because he won't sell it and then takes the fourth one and just rips it in front of his grandpa's face and his grandpa is like a card that was from his best friend. And it wouldn't have mattered if it was a common or a blue eyes white yeah. dragon. It was just like his, his best friend dying in a foxhole yeah. pulled out a picture of his wife and blue eyes white dragon to give to Yugi's <laughs> grandpa. <laughs> yeah. And Kaiba destroys it just so he'll never have to face anything as strong as his own deck. So that's like yeah. his MO. He's all about power. And well, if, if not for fucking Weevil or whatever on the boat, like, yeah. cause there was a stronger card. There was a stronger five cards, I guess. Right. Yeah. That, which beats him in the first episode, which start that Kaiba kind of goes into like depression mode. He's like, Oh, I was, I was undefeated, literally undefeated until Yuki came along. And he went into depression mode. He didn't just have his henchmen steal the five pieces of Exodia and rip them up in Yugi's face. Like, nope. Depression mode. Like, oh, I give up on bossing people around. It's too hard. It was a big Man. hit for him, I think, because uh, everyone knew him as the, the guy to beat. But all of a sudden, right before the Duelist tournament, Yugi's the guy to beat. Mm. It's an ego but, thing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, and rich guys and their egos. Like, we know yeah, all about that. It, yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't just threaten to buy like whatever social media equivalent platforms there are and then, <laughs> yeah. like, it, like immediately censor any posts calling out Yugi as the guy who beat him. Like yeah. he didn't uh, he didn't commission a plastic submarine and call someone a pedophile to go yeah. get the rest of Exodia out of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I loved like the Vegeta type characters in growing up. Like I had a Vegeta figurine, uh, Kaiba, my Neopets account was Kaiba one one six one oh two. Um, oh, okay. Oh, cool. Are you going to log back in before that episode? I've tried so hard to get my original account back, but I have another account, I think. <laughs> Jamie and Lost Accounts. Name a more iconic duo, yeah. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I tried so hard, dude. I lied about my birthday because I was too young to play Neopets at the time, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, yeah, oh, damn. Right. You can't. You got to cut that part out of the show, dude. <laughs> <laughs> FBI, open up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Neopets I might do one day. Someone requested it this week, and I do. I did love. I had the card game for Yu-Gi-Oh for Neopets. Uh, I played Neopets online. I was in like this guild where you would reply to each other in forums, and some mom who stayed at home all day would lead it and everything. Moderate, moderate it, it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know a buddy of mine's mom used to play Tibia, which was like an online MM, like a flash MMO or something. She would play Tibia for like. 17 hours a day basically and was always on the cordless phone so like 
not the Kyle that everybody knows. It was a different guy named Kyle. You could never call Kyle. You had to bike to his house and ring on the doorbell if you wanted to play because his mom was always on the phone because Discord didn't exist with the other Obviously, like yeah, suburban yeah. moms. Yeah, I played a lot. Of it. I I was like, I would wake up my at my dad's house. I wasn't allowed to play much on the computer during the day. I remember during the summer having like the worst ear infection of my life, waking up at 4 a.m. so I could play Neopets before everyone woke up, which is my head pounding with this ear infection. Like, <laughs> I, I just could have been sleeping, you know, but no, I, yeah. I wanted to play my Neopets. But Now uh, I understand why you like put so much time into WoW. This has been like a a lifelong problem of yours oh i get yeah when i get into I mean, something i get really into it usually but uh. i think i think i was like i was saved by dial-up for like a lot of a lot of that uh because like i remember playing neopets but like so many of the games wouldn't load on my internet connection. like oh, so many yeah. of the mini games mini games or whatever so i just like i always like i liked it i loved the idea of it and i'd make my neopet but then i'd try and because you had to like play games to get the stuff to like take care points. of your neopet your neo points exactly uh but i could never like play like i oh, I would always just disconnect halfway through a game or something like that so like it just became too frustrating to try and progress in yeah. neopets it for gave me, me so. good habits it gave me good financial habits i loved earning my neo points for the day putting it in the bank and getting my one percent interest the next day or whatever oh, yeah dude I, I was like oh yeah i'm getting <laughs> neo rich neo rich yeah uh and if you had more money, you got more interest too. So they taught me all the, the, yeah, yeah. the well, real yeah. life lessons. Yeah. The percentage yeah. stays the same, but just like the the amount that it goes no. up, no, if continues you have, to increase with the rest of it. No, no, no. You have you get better percentages the more capital you have. Oh, they is, increase your interest rate too. That's which is cool. true in real life. If you have yeah, enough money, real life, yeah, <laughs> you can have better returns. Yeah, yeah. But, um, anyway, it's the, the way it should work, right? I I believe our economic system should be based on the same one as Neo. <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah everyone's free to start their own market and uh, have their own shop um yeah yeah you can battle people anyways this is not yeah if you, if you don't like it go make your own economy liberal <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna, I was gonna say the neoliberal economy is based on the neo economy <laughs> yeah so yeah the, there is the card game uh in the manga yugi beats blue eyes white dragon and he turns kaiba into a card in their duel and all of Yugi's monsters defeat Kaiba as the card. So Kaiba feels, and they describe it in the manga, he feels the sensation of death, of being torn apart by these monsters. Um, which is pretty intense compared to, like, in the show, at, when he beat Yugi, like, uh, Dark Yugi or Yami beats Kaiba in the first episode, he does a mind break to him, which is probably explains the depressive episode, I just remembered. Oh, gotcha, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, okay. He, he does this thing, and then, like, there's just like the the screen shatters or whatever, and they don't explain at all what happens. But Kaiba's depressed for the next couple episodes, and he only comes back <laughs> in like episode nine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your cruel and ironic punishment is I'm going to take all your serotonin for the next couple days. <laughs> it's like on an MDMA yeah. hangover. It's like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> and Kaiba, I I just watched this like before the episode. In episode nine, you have to like face off against dart like a, a ghost form of kaiba that pegasus summons pegasus being like the big bad and then Kaiba's like trying to hack into the mainframe to help yugi to beat his like ghost self and hacking in the yugi verse is uh very funny it's getting to a door and then summoning a bomb on screen which blows up the door and then you get to a bigger door and you have to summon a bigger bomb on screen to blow up the door. <laughs> <And> then- <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a you hack. Um, but anyways, uh, that that's just a side. Uh, that's not really what we're talking about right now. Uh, just that's all this- dollars is Kaiba Corp. Yep, summoning bombs to blow up doors. Yep, it's a minesweeper, except uh, you're controlled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, like I said, much darker than the original manga. Uh, he kills people with fire, drives people insane, all with a smile on his face. Um, like, yeah, he seems like a psychopath, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of pervy stuff in the manga, too. Uh, Yugi d- daydreams about his friend Tia. That's her name, sorry, not me. May. It was Tia. T-E-A. Uh, playing um, basketball in a short skirt, and there's like a panel of her upskirt. Uh, Ethan Google's upskirt, Tia. Uh, yeah, I'm I, doing I it right am. now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm re-googling what I had googled before, which is the Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. And it's like, you unlock legendary duelists such as Yami, Yugi, Kaiba, Joey, and Mei. So Mei is one of them. Oh, Mei is the... she's the psychic one? She is the psychic one. She does have cleavage. I gotta she give it to you. One. So T- Tia. Grandpa comments on how Tia has grown up and mentions her bust size. Um, That's very Japanese of him. Yeah. Joey complains about censorship in his porn. Um, very japanese of him yeah because yeah, isn't japanese porn still like censored like yeah. blurred out yeah i think yeah. so yeah in the manga he has like a, a cassette tape in his hand and he's complaining he's like why is there they're blurring out the dicks or something i don't know uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey yugi then blurring out the dicks again <laughs> we got it in the four kids one he's just like they're blurring out all the jelly donuts yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Tia or Tia, Tia has a bikini scene and Yugi's basically drooling. Uh, there's a, please click on the second image I sent to you guys. Oh God. There's a weird, uh, groping machine that attacks her, um, which. Okay, yeah. Oh, she seems kind of into it at first, which is also fucked up. Yeah, well, that's probably why. First, second, because you got to read it right to left, right? Oh, oh, that's true. <laughs> I thought it was getting way. worse, but never mind. I, I thought it was getting like, oh yeah, this is pervy, but she hates it. No, she hates it at first, and then it gets more pervy. That's which true. is worse. Which is worse. Yeah, which yeah. is worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for anybody who can't see this image, it's like, it's like this khaki green wall with like a bunch of like Looney Tunes gloves on springs yeah. poking out of it, and it's like grabbing her tits and touching her face and poking her in the neck, and then she starts to. She seems to get yeah. into it. Yeah, and she in the third panel, she's very Yugi in parentheses, the big O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, there is like if you've ever seen an electric chair in like a cartoon where they've just got like the the kind of like Viking the, the, style helmet on like a coil. Yeah, exactly. And the, the, she's also wearing that. Engine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So this kind of stuff happens. It dies down like the longer you read the books, but especially at the beginning, where Tia's like the only girl in the entire of that, that you meet. Well, you've got to perv on her, obviously, because who else are you going to perv on? Yeah, that's got to perv on someone. Yeah, yeah. Dems the brakes. Sorry, it's all a bit much. Doesn't really need to be there to tell the story, but um, yeah, that stuff happens. I guess I wouldn't draw it that way, but. Don't give How me a medal. draw the perv machine, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> um, violence, much more prevalent. There's bloody fist fights, stabbings, guns, serial killers, chainsaws, knives. Um, like I said, villains beat the crap out of Yugi. Like, in the first few, he gets, like, beaten up basically every chapter. And you just get to see, like, like fists going into a child's face. Like, 
This is, this is for being. This is for for looking at my girl. Yeah, and this is for being possessed by the eight thousand year old uh, ghost of an ancient Egyptian who cursed me to feel pain for the rest of eternity. Yeah. <laughs> um, around volume eight, this is where things start to line up with what we know. Uh, the card game is where it. I think volume eight is uh, where he fights Kaiba for the first time. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh storylines, like they start to line up. They're not exactly the same, but they're a lot closer. You can buy these books in English. They're called Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist. Um, They're a lot like the show, but a bit edgier. Um, Do you guys remember Pegasus? Do you remember him from the show at all? Did I tell you about him? Vaguely. Does he have like a pyramid on his head? He's got an eye. He's got the Millennium Eye. So he has like long gray hair, and it usually covers one of his eyes. And then every once in a while it it moves, and he's got like uh, basically a golden eye in there. <laughs> yeah, he he has to stand still to look up or down. Yeah, exactly. So one of like Pegasus' henchmen cheats in a duel uh, named Bandit Keith, and Pegasus turns the henchman's finger. Oh, this is the next picture. Turns the henchman's finger into a gun, and then makes the guy kill himself. So Rad. It still is a bit oh. more intense in the manga. Bandit Keith is a great name for a guy who wears a leather-studded vest and a U.S. flag bandana. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think this guy's in the show, but he could be any generic American in an anime also, you know? Yeah. (laughs) True, true. We're in show territory now, so it does make sense. I haven't got to him yet by episode, uh, the end of episode nine, but I'm pretty sure he's there, like, once you get into Pegasus Castle. Um, I remember there's one time where he's like, this guy tells a lie and this guy tells the truth. And you have to figure out the... They do that whole riddle. Classic Knights and Knaves, dude. Yeah. Classic. And there's like a series... It's like Elite Four, I think. Like, there's a series of things you have to get before you get to Pegasus. One of them's the lie and the truth. One of them's the band of Keith. But this is all like... Now I'm going into memory from when I was a kid. I, I don't actually... I haven't watched it since, but... Yeah. Um... Yeah, so this kind of stuff doesn't really happen in the TV show because it's marketed for kids age seven and up, so you don't have like forced suicide. Um, okay, yeah, there's there's uh, fewer Russian roulette scenes, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think in the English anime, there's points where there are a gun in the the Japanese version, and they just change it to a finger gun, so people are like, <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At least they they did that for ET and they replaced like the government guys like the G men are just holding walkie talkies for some reason yeah. they took the guns out of one of the versions yeah. of ET. Yeah, um, South Park spoofed it, I think, where they they redid eat like they redid like all classic films where like every gun in every film was replaced with just a walkie talkie, so it just made sense <laughs> basically. Uh, we we talked about it in the Pokemon episodes, but the there is the Pokemon episode where Ash goes to safari zone for the first time right was just never released outside of japan because the park ranger holds a gun to ash's head like holds a revolver oh, yeah, and yeah. so then the episode after that which was released elsewhere ash just inexplicably has 30 tauros yes <laughs> it's just never explained where he got the tauros like you've never seen one before but he just suddenly has 30 of them and he got them in, safari zone. in the japanese version there's also a part where jesse and james both have giant bo- boobs and cleavage and yeah, it's they enter like a bikini contest, and and uh, and James has like big old sweater puppies. Yeah, yeah. I only know that because people have 
put that picture in the server and tagged me as it, I'm pretty sure. But just... <laughs> I'm doing that right now, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um yeah so volumes one to seven bunch of different games kind of darker um there's like i said there's even games designed by um kazuki takanashi in each of the books so like i i took a screenshot from um the youtube video that i was watching and i put it into the discord so that's the last photo it's really cool he, he like puts sets of rules he gives you monsters on the next page there's like a grid where you could like actually put the monsters and everything uh, a really cool addition to just a, a manga. Yeah, that's that's sick. That's yeah. cooler to me than than the manga would have been itself. I think. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. So why 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 is there a switch from all these games to just now you just stick from volume eight till like a hundred or whatever, however many there are card game, just one single did, card game. Did he have rent to pay? Because that would be my. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, originally, he only wanted to do two episodes or two uh, novel or two. What do you call them? Seasons. Season. Uh, two, like in book form. You only want to do two books, two volumes. Volume. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about the card game with Yugi and Kaiba, but Shonen Jump started to get like a ton of calls from fans asking about the card game and how they could play it. That Kaiba uh, okay. really took off. Um, since there's so much interest in young folks in the card game, Kazuki picked his lane and stuck with it. And he also had some skin in the game, too, because he really loves games, especially role-playing, tabletop. Um, he loves that he thinks it takes it to the next level when you can be in the same room and look someone in the eyes and be present with them while you play a game. And turn and... their hand into a gun and force them to kill Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kids then, as they are now, still are really focused on video games. Uh, when he saw such interest for a card game... He knew he had something. So he focused on the card game with the idea. Well, sure, he probably was going to make a lot of money, but also he liked the idea that kids would be sitting across the table from each other playing a game rather than uh, looking at a screen. He did okay. He did it for the youth. Yep. Uh, As that guy in the American flag bandana would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! has since become one of the highest grossing media franchises of all time. Uh, it's in like the top twenty when you go onto um, onto Wiki of highest growing media franchises of all time. And is Pokemon number one? Pokemon is number one. Okay, yeah, yeah, and it has a total estimated revenue of. Do you guys want to give it a guess? Four hundred and twenty billion. Seventeen point one. Still a lot. Uh, USD. Uh, not too shabby. Takahashi. I don't know what the conversion is, but that might be four hundred twenty billion. That might be four twenty. I was just thinking that. Yeah. yeah. Seventeen point one. Uh, USD converted to JP. Uh, no, it's more. Ah, it's two two point three four seven trillion. Jesus. Whoa. I, I mean, guy, it's still seventeen point one billion dollars. Like, it's the same amount of money. You guys know that, right? <laughs> it's a bigger number. <laughs> I, I, I know, but <laughs> didn't expect but the zero. Version. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you one dollar or a thousand yen. A thousand yeah. yen. <laughs> 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 you end up losing money because you have to convert it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 30% on the conversion. On the conversion uh, so yeah, although he did switch the card game for the rest of the series, the final showdown in the mangas with Pegasus is a tabletop RPG game similar to D&D. So Takahashi well, got to put his favorite game in for the finale, stay true to his roots. 
so rest in peace, Kazuki Takahashi. Your writing and art influenced the whole generation. Yu-Gi-Oh! The anime is still fun to watch today. I definitely influenced me. I watched yeah. a lot of his stuff. And I, rest I'm, in power as our second anime episode, or second true anime episode, maybe? We did Alita. Uh, oh, so third. Because I, I did uh, Doro Hit Doro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was a good one. This was memeier than the last two, I think. Uh, <laughs> i didn't know it had such dark the thing that set me off i saw a tiktok of like there's a girl on one side who says like pov i'm on a date with you and she's just like kind of quietly listening yeah, but like i do like that one yeah slowly becoming more <laughs> uncomfortable and it's a guy in his room just explaining well actually Yu-Gi-Oh used to have a darker origins yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and he goes through basically all of what i said today while this girl gets yeah. more uncomfortable on a date and then the girl eventually says i gotta go yeah <laughs> that's yeah. fucking great yeah so, uh, yeah, that, that, that was our Yu-Gi-Oh! episode. Uh, Saucy, I hope you enjoyed it. It wasn't Vampire Hunter D or whatever you're asking for, but uh, hopefully it'll hold you over. Yeah. Uh, somebody else, two and a half years. <laughs> well, we, we have two people who asked for Vampire Hunter D. I will do it as soon as I'm done writing the Green Lantern script, I promise. So. <laughs> uh, yep. do, do keep an eye out for it. Um, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Thanks so much, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. You know what? Wow. Forget the listeners. Forget the patrons, dude. You wrote a great episode. Okay? You never Thank say you. That. You, never, you never say that. That's <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah, and now your ironic punishment is... Uh, ever, I, I was, I was going to be like, you, you're never allowed to log off of Discord. And then I was like, damn, that's just like reality in 2022, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess it's like you can never log on to Discord again. Uh, so this was Jamie's last episode, everybody. Uh-oh. Give him a big, big round of applause. Going to uh, Shadow Realm. In real life right now, too. The sun went down. I'm in the yeah, Shadow the Realm. Yeah. He's coming up in the Shadow Realm. I will, I will take a picture for the, for the channel. Uh, old, old scary Jim. Um, yeah. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you guys want to help the show, you can do so by leaving us a review uh, on your podcast app of choice. A good one, obviously. doesn't help the show if you leave us a bad review. No. Uh, <laughs> or you can just tell your friends, uh, your family, your loved ones, your pet snail, your uh, waifu body pillow. Tell whoever you want about the lore boys. And if you're in Florida and you're dealing with that invasive snail problem, tell them. Yeah, exactly. That one town in Florida that has African giant snails or whatever you want to tell an African giant snail. Not. Yeah. Um, Peter, what's going on in the Instagram world and the Squared Idea world? Uh, well, things have calmed down, uh, but obviously now, uh, I mean, we filled out the application yesterday at time of recording for next year's Comic-Con. So if that gets approved, it's going to be July 13th and 14th, 2023. Um, yeah, so I'm continuing to work. A lot of my colleagues over at Squared Idea have stuff coming out soon or stuff that is out already. So please go to squaredidea.com and check out what is currently available. Um, it was really cool to see people come up to the table who already had like Chris and Mike's comics and they're just like, yo, when's the second one out? I'm like, I, yeah. want, that to be, I want that to be me. Like, there that's was, fucking neat. There were, there were some people who are getting straight up mad that the second one wasn't out yet. And yeah. as Mike explained it, it's really expensive to print individual volumes. So they're just making compilations. Or like, they're just making compendiums at this point. Yeah. Because... Uh, <laughs> 1500 bucks for the one volume run and it's like whatever two grand or 2500 to put like eight of them together so yeah uh, exactly but there is uh some cool stuff coming out from squared idea for sure uh yeah. i think it's fair that we give them a plug since they uh share their table with us at, at comic-con so check out squared-idea.com for uh all those cool cool ass comics there that you guys can figure out where you can get them 
yeah, never forget that it's not just me who works with those guys. And like, there's a bunch of cool shit out and coming that is totally worth paying attention to as well. Even if like, if you're invested in my bizarre idea, there are other equally bizarre things that you might find interesting as well that are like ready now. Whereas like, I'm still yeah. working, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but working hard. Yeah, and it's oh, at uh, Lowroy's podcast on Instagram. That's the that's the uh, window into the art. Um, yeah, so yeah, you can see all the all the ready all the in progress uh, art. You can see our uh, QR code that you'll never be able to scan because it's on your phone. Uh, all sorts of fun things like that. Um, Which game? ironic punishment was that game for? I, do you, if you lose the Scorpion <laughs> game, do you get a like, screenshot of a QR? I need to check this one later, dude. But I'm pretty sure like modern phones like when you look at a qr code on your screen it recognizes the qr code and asks you if you want to go to the website. you do have a google pixel so that might yeah. be true for you yeah, yeah. i have a, a, a one plus which is a great phone but uh pretty off brand so it doesn't my do iphone that. can read text from photos so like uh, if you're looking at like a real estate photo you can call the phone number from a picture of the sign which is cool yeah mm. yeah cool and also creepy yeah, my, uh, my, my google pixel knows when i'm out of toilet paper it's weird yeah it's super weird <laughs> yeah. uh, um it's yeah like you can smell too like <laughs> <laughs> jamie is there anything you wanted to plug and or shill no just hang out in the discord um and play games like i played some fall guys with hondolo i put my i put my creds up in there uh so you guys can even add me and play stuff with me and uh who knows buy me a steam game but no 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 or two, uh, or, yeah. th- or two. um yeah just come into the discord that's where everything's happening and that's where you'll get to see me more yeah, join the Discord. There is a link in the description of this episode if you guys are interested. Uh, and if you guys are interested in supporting the show financially, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Boys, where you can get a shout-out at the top of this show, admittedly a little late, because I forgot to pull up James's name before we started this episode. Uh, <laughs> but we'll, we'll get it to you eventually, for sure. Uh, there's a couple other perks, like uh, 27 minutes of bonus uh, audio this week. Uh, you'll get the script of this episode as Jamie wrote it with all the visual cues that we were kind of referencing during the show uh, and the looser titles, you know, some of the some of the great hits that we wrote down this episode, like architect archaeology, one that I wrote <laughs> down. So not going to be not going to be the winner title for this week's episode. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, so go to patreon.com slash the Lord boys if you guys are interested in that in supporting the show. Uh, and of course, if you guys aren't interested in supporting the show uh, with money but are instead uh, interested in supporting the show with uh ironic acts of benevolence towards us uh, ironic acts of servitude one might say towards us uh we are building so jamie left us with a, a little puzzle uh <laughs> during the break i'm starting to think that it's a pyramid okay uh what i didn't let you guys know during the break is that it is it does seem to be full size so we do need to we do we are going to need some people to help us roll these massive puzzle blocks along uh, several hundred uh, <laughs> logs of wood towards the their final destination, uh, which will be the location of the next Boycon uh, in the Midwest somewhere. We're thinking South Dakota. So South Dakota, you're on notice. They could uh, really use a pyramid there. Don't play us. We're putting it right in front of Mount Rushmore. So it's going to block Mount Rushmore. I think that's South Dakota. Uh, we're going to put it right in front of Mount Rushmore uh, and we're going to have the next boys con uh, atop the pyramid where uh, we're going to do some fun stuff. You know, just fun, ironic stuff up there on the pyramid. So don't even, don't even worry about it. It's going to be a lot of games. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be a lot of games at boy con. So oh, yeah. 
make sure make sure to uh, to sign up to volunteer your your uh, I guess your back, you know, your your ability to stand straight. Get ready to donate that to. Uh, as soon as we assemble it all together, it just lights us all on fire. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all one except for, will be provided. Yeah, all except for one lucky listener whose hand is going to turn into a gun with a lighter on it or something. Uh, <laughs> I think that would constitute a lore boys. Lore boys. Lore boys. Uh, uh, at some point he just started yelling peter you suck and i was yeah. so there for it i know he just kept saying, peter sucks dude i was so on board with that like, uh, he, uh. He, he always negs me because he, he i mean he's swedish he just likes to get fucked up and sometimes when i'm just like no nah, i should go home like on the rare occasions i do he's always just like fuck you you fucking bitch i'm like all right well i guess i'll yeah. stay hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.